Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. And I want to thank you uh, again for uh, your faithfulness to believe with us. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what 2024 has in store, and I'm not concerned about it. But I want to encourage you to set your sights on Christ. And uh, as I was preparing, um, this this message, the Lord kind of dropped in my heart. Actually, I I believe it was a few months ago. Uh And it's called One Path, One Passion. And so I wrote down as he, I put it in my my notes and kind of jotted down some things. The Lord spoke to my heart, and it was from a scripture that we're going to read. And then it just kind of rose up. I said, okay, now's the time, you know. And I'm very excited about it. I believe this message will help us to walk in what God has for us, mm-hmm. what he's prepared for us in 2024, regardless of what's going to happen in the world around us, okay? Regardless of what uh, the culture around us might be thinking or saying or doing, we're going forward. We're going into the fullness of his plan, and nothing's going to stop us. Nothing's going to keep us from fulfilling the Father's plan yeah. for our lives. He is for you. Amen. He is for us. Hallelujah. So let's start with one path, one passion, and let's pray together. Father, we thank you for bringing your word through the fivefold ministry, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. And Lord, you've been so faithful over these last 2,000 plus years to see to it that we in 2024 could have in our hands a written copy of the ministry of Jesus Christ and of all that you said from the garden forward. All that we need to know is in your word, is in the Bible. And we thank you for giving us your word. And Father, we purpose not to take it for granted. We purpose to learn and read and grow in your word that we would know you more each day. We open our hearts to you, Father, today. And we ask you by your spirit to unfold the reality and revelation of Christ to us this morning. Lord, that our lives would be changed, that we would put one foot in front of the other and walk with you in all the wonderful things you've prepared for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. 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 So this is kind of the phrase, that the, the summary that the, I believe the Lord put in my heart months ago, and I'm just going to read it to you for this series, One Path, One Passion says, there is a path that you were born to walk on. Very important to know that. It is the path that leads into a deeper relationship with the one who made you. That's good. I'll read that again. There is a path that you were born to walk on. It is the path that leads into a deeper relationship with the one who made you. There is one passion that will set your feet on that path. It is the passion to know Christ above 
all else. All right, so that is the, the, the ground that we're going to be walking on in the, in, the, in the messages in this series, okay? One path, one passion. Something important to understand about each one of us is that we are all fearfully and wonderfully made, made in the image of God. We actually did not create ourselves. <laughs> and that's pretty easy to understand when you just look around at anything that's been designed. So, for example, if you look at the automobile that you drive uh, or the motorcycle that you ride, if you'll just take a look at it, it's obvious that someone designed that, that someone created that. Well, if you can look at an automobile, you can look at a, a laptop, you can look at a PA system, you can look at a building, you can look at a home, whatever you look at that's been designed was designed by someone for a purpose and a plan. So the automobiles that we drive were designed for a purpose and a plan. The primary purpose would be transportation, right? And the plan is to get you from where you are to where you want to go in the simplest of terms, right? And there are different uh, other features along with that. But you were created with a divine plan. So you were created by God with a divine purpose to walk out a divine plan. Now, the creator determined the purpose and the creator determined the plan. Now, this is important because the fact that we've been created in the image of God. Well, let's read Psalm 139 okay, first. Can we do that? Do that. So we were created in the image of God designed by him. We didn't create ourselves. So important to understand this. This will take, take the stress off of your life. We didn't create ourselves. We were created by God, uh, the divine one, the alpha and the omega, for a purpose and for a plan. And he is the one who came up with that purpose. He is the one who came up with our the plan for our lives. Psalm 139 says it this way, and I remember reading this back in the late 80s and how, how this transformed my life. Psalm 139 verse 13 says this, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Can't get any more intimate than that. I praise you because I am fearfully, that means awesomely, with great power, with divine power, with divine wisdom. I was fearfully, I am fearfully, divinely, wonderfully made. Your works are full of wonder. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was inside. Excuse me, your frame was not, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Now, how many days are there in a week? Seven. How many weeks in a month? Four or five. How many weeks in a year? 52. How many days in a year? 
365 or 7? Yeah, in a leap year, huh? We got 366 this year. Yeah. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. I want you to imagine writing out the details of every day for 365 days. How long would that take? (laughs) Just to write the details for one day. All the days, wow, not for one year, for your whole life were written out. The plan that God had for you was so, you're so important to him. And I've seen this, and you know, it was said years ago that the highest end, the the highest end automobiles never need to advertise because everyone knows they're the top. Mm -hmm. You are the top of God's creation. There, no other being has been created in his image but man. None other. The angels were not created in his image. You were created in his image. You are beyond a Rolls Royce. You're beyond a Bentley, a McLaren, whatever you want to call it, okay? You're be, you're, you are at the top of creation. You are God's treasure. You are the, the, the most valuable creation that God ever designed. Now, when they create something that's at the top, it doesn't happen in a day. No. The designers of a Bentley over a, or a McLaren or whatever car you want to pick, man, those, those people take time, sometimes years just on the paint, just, just to get the paint right. You know, I was talking, uh, I think it was Adam, we were talking about the time that, that Apple takes on just getting the paint on the phones right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Years, you know, and the tests and trials. So when you, when you actually own something that's taken many years to design and build and that's at the top of what you're buying, how do you treat that? Really special, mm-hmm. you right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you recognize <laughs> the value of it. <laughs> how should you treat yourself? Mm-hmm. Really special, right? You're, 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 I, I don't know, and there's nothing in this world that's as valuable as you. God created you in all the days of his plan for your life. 365 of all the years of your life were written down before one of them came to be. I want you to grasp the amount of time and effort and love and care and purpose that the Father put into you. There's nothing haphazard about you. There's nothing quickly or cheaply done about you. Are you all hearing me? We're talking about you who you've been fearfully and wonderfully made. You are worth infinitely more than all the McLarens in the world. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. Now, as amazing as his plan is, and as amazing as we are, well, let's say this. Because we are made in the image of God, we have a free will which means we can drive and go down any path we want to go down. 
And, and we can do that with our lives. We're not robots. We're not an automobile. We're not computerized. We're, we're, we, 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 we are free will beings, spirit, soul, and body, created in the image of God. Even if we never know God or never talk to him or never pursue him, we can go in all kinds of directions in our lives. And because we're so amazingly created, that could lead us in all kinds of directions. But I want to talk to you about one path and one passion, okay? One path and one passion. There's nothing automatic, per se, about the path we walk on in life. So I want you to know this amazing plan that the Father wrote down for you does not necessarily mean it's happening in our lives. We actually have to choose Him and keep choosing Him each day so that that path becomes clear to us. So we're, we're this amazing being that has this free will, and we can actually choose what we're passionate about. That's amazing. We can. I mean, I, I, there was a time in my life I really didn't want to eat broccoli. <laughs> you know, I thought, who in the world would ever want to eat this? And then there was a time in my life I realized it was good for me, and I just started eating it raw, and I actually really like raw broccoli now. We can actually change our passions. We're really an amazing creation. There's nothing else in this earth like us. And it's important to understand. And, you know, if I, if I owned a McLaren, I would want to learn about it before I drove it. That would make sense. <laughs> yeah, because you're getting behind the wheel of something that's very powerful. That's, that's got, you know, something I've not driven one before. Not yet. <laughs> you know, so we want to learn. God wants to teach you about how amazing you are and how amazing his plan is for your life. But I want you to understand it's not automatic because we're not automatic. We have to choose each day what our passion will be. And there are temptations trying to, to, to direct our passion away from knowing Christ. Let's, this is so good. This is so, so good. Um, I want to go to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. And I'm going to start reading to you. And I think, I think I'm going to read it out of the message translation. But I want you to understand, we, we can actually do whatever we want to do with our lives because we have that free will. We can, we can and, and again, whether I know God or not, this does not apply to believers only. This applies to every human being. Because every human being is made in the image ab- of God. Every human being. Every human being. Every is human being. In their mother's womb. Absolutely. Absolutely. God has a purpose and a plan for every human being. Right. It's not automatic, but he has one. But it requires our participation mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. I hope you're hearing me. It requires our participation with him. Well, you, I liked what the, in the description of what we're talking about, you read earlier, this path leads into a deeper relationship with yes, God. Yes, yes, yes. So that's the, the result, um, that we have a deeper relationship with yep. the one who made us, that is God. Mm-hmm. And you're right. If you, you don't 
you got to participate in a, in mm-hmm. a relationship. Mm-hmm. So if this path primarily is leading us into a relationship with Christ yes. or with God, our yeah. maker, through Christ, yeah. we have to participate in a relationship. Sure, so sure. Good. Yeah. That's good. Um, let's say, for example, let's say I didn't know God. Mm-hmm. You know, Now, I grew up not knowing God. And the emphasis in my growing up was focus, you know, what are your talents? Mm-hmm. What, are the, what are the industries that get in where you'd make a lot of money? Oh, right. I heard that. You know, and, uh-huh. and focus on those things because you want to, you quote, unquote, be successful financially. Right. You want to own homes. You want to do these things. And, and my parents achieved uh, what many would say would be financial success, um, you know, buying homes in cash, things like that. Um, but at the same time, they never knew their divine destiny. So what I'm saying is this. You can focus on the talents you have, and the world doesn't understand what I'm sharing with you. And you can develop your gifts to a very high level because God gave those to you. And God, when he gives, they're yours forever, and he loves you. And regardless of what we do with our gifts, he loves us. Even if I would use my gifts for ungodly reasons. He, he loves you. He loves you, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I can, I can be what the world would call very successful and completely miss God's divine plan that he wrote down for me but before he knit me together in my mother's womb. And then when this, when this world passes away, it might, it would, I don't even want to think what that would be like to know that I missed that. And sometimes we can get so caught up, especially with social media, in the now, what your life should look like, you know, what you should wear, what should be going on in your life. And you can totally lose sight of God's plan for your life. The only safeguard against that is to passionately choose to know Christ more each day. See, it's God's hope that we would choose to pursue him. Now, before we are married, I wanted you to marry me. Mm-hmm. Now, my family didn't understand. Marriage was not a happy thing mm-hmm. in my lifetime growing up, okay? And it was basically looked at as a problem because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. look at all the pain I've gone through, and that's what I heard, you know, and it would have been better off if I never got married. So I saw a lot of... Sure. That's a common experience. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and today, you know, I don't even know if it's 50% or so is the divorce rate in marriages. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up seeing seeing and hearing that, and, and the advice was basically, you know, don't get married. Why would you want to do that? You know? There's a lot of people sure. getting that sure. advice today. Sure. Yeah. And I understand that. I understand that. But when I came to know Christ, my heart changed. That's an understatement. It really changed, you know. And he began to work in my heart, and then he brought Jennifer into my life. And there was a desire in my heart to spend the rest of my life with her, which is a big change in the path that I was on. So if I would have not chosen, I still knew Christ. Right. Okay? Right. That's good. But if I would have not chosen to enter into marriage with Jennifer, I would have lived a different life. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I did. Mm-hmm. But the idea was, in some way, even my family was like, why are you doing that? Right. Why would you want to get married? Right. That some would see that as you're limiting your options. Right. 
And that, all, that just blew my mind after I knew Christ. I was like, limiting my options? Are you kidding? I want to marry this woman. You know, that's the option I want. I want to wake up next to her every day. Are you kidding? You know, but again, if you don't understand love, if you're not passionately pursuing Christ, you won't understand marriage. Right. And marriage won't make sense to you. And that's, that's what's not understood today is love and marriage. But why am I saying that? So we got married, but even before we were married, I began pursuing you. And there's a time where she just wasn't interested, just being real with you, okay? And I had to pursue a little harder, you know? And, I, and there are some roadblocks in the way that I wanted to remove. Just a little unsure, that's all. Yeah, that's no, but, uh, you know, trusting the Lord for, to him to work out his plan. I, sure. I, I knew that it was his plan. Um, and I just kept seeking him, That's you know. Right. But that changed the trajectory of my life. And for me to become sure, mm-hmm. I had to pursue Christ. a relationship yeah. with Christ. That's so good. That's and, so good. And I thank God that we both knew him and both. Oh. We're seeking him at that time. Yeah. And uh, that's not to say that if you didn't start that way that you can't begin today yeah. to seek God for these things. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're just giving testimony yeah. to um, God's uh, working in our lives yes. as we gave him our attention and our gave passion. him our passion our and passion. gave him yeah. our will. Yes. We really did. Yeah, and I surrender my will. To you, Father. Right. Yeah. And so so both of us, so yeah. I thank God for that, you know. But it, yes. the, the decision for this marriage and all the things resultingly from it yes. <laughs> has yes. been because uh, we we wanted to know his yeah. His plan and his, his path for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, with love comes a surrendering of the will. And that may not be talked about much, but Jesus talked about it quite a bit. A surrendering of the will. And now my will and your will began began to come together. And I remember someone sharing it with this way. If you're pursuing Christ with all of your heart, and the person God has called you to marry is pursuing Christ with all your heart, guess what? You guys are going to meet. Okay? So I'm just thinking of the time. Come to meet, come, meaning come together. Come together. In your, in absolutely, your will and absolutely. What you want. Now, it's not divided. When I, when I met Jennifer, I, I wanted to know her passions because my concern was because I, I gave my whole life to Christ and I was receiving things from God that other believers didn't believe in. And I was wondering, well, if I'm going to marry this person, is this person willing to change? Are they willing to surrender to the fullness of Christ, to accept everything Jesus did, to pursue him above all else, even if the church they were in tells them it's wrong? <laughs> I, in my life, pursuing Christ was and is my passion. And even in the church world, that can be challenging because you, if you pursue Christ with everything you've got, there are some churches that are not going to understand why you do what you do because they haven't yet seen that it's God's will to heal, that God doesn't cause bad things to happen, that, that God's, it's God's will to prosper you that you, that God gave you his spirit, that you're one with Christ, that you're a new creation. There are many, many things that they might see, so they so there can be a, a, a clashing sometimes when your passion is for him and him alone and you end up in relationship with others who may not have that same passion. So that was my primary concern. 
in, in getting to know. And I saw that she was. I saw that she desired to know the Word of God above anything else she had ever known. And that gave me comfort. Because I knew if we could, if we could submit together to, to the, the Word, Word of God, God yeah. we could fulfill God's plan that's and we right. could have an amazing marriage. And that's true. If I could see it, it if I could see it clearly in the scripture, yeah. then I could I could go in that direction. Um, and so it's so good. And see what's wonderful about a relationship with Christ is it's outside of ourselves. Yes. It's it's with with the word, because Jesus is the word. The word was made flesh, yes. the Bible said. Yeah. And um so we are it's something uh, you know, a lot of people like to say, well, my relationship is my relationship with right. Jesus, and right. your relationship is your relationship. Right. And they may never meet if you have that subjective perspective right. about right. your relationship with God. Right. Well, this is my relationship with God. You can't mm -hmm. speak to it because this is my relationship with God. But when we submit each one yes. another outside of ourselves to the word yes. of God, yes. now we both are, you know, all of that kind of, yeah. you can't tell me, you can't talk to me. Right, 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 uh, right. Because God told me all of that goes out of the way. Sure. Whenever, as I said, we if we can find it in the word, mm -hmm. then we both can submit to that. That's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, and that's, that's relationship. That's what you're talking about. That's relationship. The passion, you know. And that's where, that's where passion, go ahead. Yeah, the submitting of your will uh, to to God to love to love, to love. exactly yeah absolutely exactly. and that's really uh, again what makes a marriage flourish is the husband and wife submitting to love and again that is not automatic because of the fallen nature it's Valentine's it's the Sunday before Valentine's <laughs> hey, Day and we are making some pretty come on this is hot stuff we, right yeah. here this is hot I mean, stuff let's yeah talk about yeah. it. <laughs> So, so listen, and I don't know if I'm going to get to Matthew 6, but I definitely want to get to Philippians 3. Okay. So we're not sure where I'm going to go first here. But so this was a big deal for, and I, I'm, the Bible uses the metaphor of, of our relationship uh -huh. with the Father as a marriage. Exactly. That's why I'm talking about our marriage. Exactly. Okay. And it really is the best human relationship exactly. that, to help us understand our relationship with the Father. Exactly. And that's the primary reason God instituted it at the beginning with the first man and the first show, woman, to yeah. show himself to creation, mm -hmm. to the world, mm -hmm. to, to mankind, mm -hmm. how he loves us. Mm -hmm. So when I chose to passionately pursue you mm -hmm. and to live my life with you, that changed the course of our lives. Wow. Let me read to you the statement I read at the beginning. There is a path that you were born to walk on. It is the path that leads into a deeper relationship with the one who made you. There is one passion that will set your feet on that path. It is the passion to know Christ above all else. I wanted to know Jennifer above anyone else in the world. In fact, I really didn't care what anyone else in the world said. I wanted to know what she had to say. That's important to understand. Mm -hmm. And a husband and wife should view each other that way. Mm -hmm. Husbands, your wives should be the most important person in the world to you. Wives, your husband should be the most. And husbands and wives, Christ should be the most important one mm -hmm. to both of you. This is what keeps us moving forward. Mm -hmm. Mm 
So I'm going to go to Philippians 3. We'll get to Matthew 6 maybe in part 2 of this message. Philippians 3, uh, verse 7. Now, speaking of success, it might be hard for us to understand this, but Saul, the Pharisee, was as successful as a person could be in his industry. His industry was religion, and he excelled them all. Okay, he was a, he was a, a superstar. Okay, in his field, he was a Grammy winner. Okay, <laughs> so so Grammy Grammy winner Grammy Saul became Paul the apostle, and this is what he did. All the things that were important to him, he gave those all away, and Christ became the passion of his life. This is the essence of our relationship with him. And I want to read to you Philippians 3, verse 7. Wow. This is, this is the Grammy Award winner, Saul, who's now living for Christ, not for Grammys anymore. He said, but all these things that I once thought very worthwhile, fill in the, fill in the blanks, right, guys? All these things that I once thought very worthwhile, now I've thrown them all away. People will think you're nuts when you passionately pursue Christ. Because the things that are important to them aren't going to be important to you anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They won't understand you. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Some will. Yeah. Those who are passionately pursuing Christ, they'll get you. Yeah. Okay, because once you're passionately pursuing Christ, you surrender to him, you can recognize someone else who is right away. Mm-hmm. I Okay, I've thrown them all away. So it's a, it's a done deal, right? I'm not going to keep them on the shelf for future reference. Mm-hmm. I'm getting rid of them. So that, why would I do that? So that I can put my trust and my hope in Christ alone. Ow. This is passion, guys. This is the passion that will set you on the path that God has purposed for your life. I'm inviting you into this passion if you haven't already done so. Verse 8, yes, everything else is worthless. (laughs) Isn't this good? Mm -hmm. Come on, just tell it like it is, baby. (laughs) Yes, everything else is worthless. What do you mean worthless? A McLaren, worthless? When compared, a Grammy, worthless? When compared with the priceless gain of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Mm -hmm. See, the value of something changes depending on what you compare it to. Mm -hmm. You compare anything to knowing Christ more every day, Mm -hmm. it's dung. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what what Paul said. It's dung, rubble, manure, right? When compared with the priceless gain of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, I have put aside all Else, counting it worth less than nothing. Why would he do this? He tells us, in order that I can have Christ. Can you be a Christian and not passionately pursue Christ? Of course. Of course you can. Many believers, I would say 50% or more, came to know Christ because they wanted to go to heaven. And that's wonderful. But that is basically the essence of their relationship with them. They're just going to live, they're living their life not a whole lot different than maybe the world in terms of what they value and how they process things. And then they know when they die, they're going to heaven, and that's, you know, that's, that's fine. Um, but that's not what I'm talking about. 
I'm not interested in that. I didn't come to Jesus so I could get to heaven. I came to Jesus because I wanted to experience him. I didn't marry Jennifer so I could have a marriage certificate. I married Jennifer so I could experience her every day of my life for the rest of my life. So if you're a believer that's just waiting to go to heaven, I want to challenge you to, to really get in on the good life. Can you imagine if we got married and never experienced each other? And we just walked around with our marriage certificate. Yeah, I'm married. I got the paper right here. That paper doesn't mean anything. It's the love in your heart. It's the passion yeah. that you've chosen that makes that marriage powerful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to read an Amplified verse 8 if I can. If you have something to share, go no, ahead. No, 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 go ahead. So this is the same verse, verse 8, out of the Amplified. I count everything as loss compared to the possession of the priceless privilege, the overwhelming preciousness, the surpassing worth, and supreme advantage. The brand Supreme is pretty hot, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what I saw some Supreme sweatshirts, hundreds of dollars, mm-hmm. you know, or more. I want to read that again. I count. Why does it? Because he's he, Christ has become his passion now. I count everything as lost compared to the possession of the priceless privilege. Nothing is where else compares. The overwhelming preciousness the surpassing worth and supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. If you will make Christ your passion, you will enter into a supreme advantage that others do not have. You'll see things and understand things that you could not understand in any other way. the supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord and of progressively becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, of perceiving and recognizing and understanding him more fully and more clearly. Powerful. I want to encourage you to read that today. I started in the Living Translation, verses 7 and 8, then I went to the Amplified Classic. And I want to read the, the remaining verses 12, 13, 14, and 15 to you as well. We'll start with the passion. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing. That's good. But I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. Message translation of verse 13, the next verse. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this. But I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us, beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running, and I'm not turning back. And I believe it's the, the King James says, the mark, the prize, which is the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's our passion. Yeah. 
It ends at a person. It ends at Absolutely. Jesus. Begins and ends at a person, That's Jesus. Right. right. That's right. I'm going to read the last two verses in the Passion, 15 and 16. So that all who are, oh, excuse me, so let all who are fully mature, this, is a, this is, takes maturity, okay? There are things I did as a child I wouldn't do now because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm mature now. Not perfect, but mature. So let all who are fully mature have this same passion. That's right. So this is for everybody. Not everyone's chosen it, but it is for everybody. You were designed for this supreme passion. Let all who are fully mature have this same passion. And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them. That's good. He's so faithful. Father, reveal it to us. To everyone listening to this message, reveal it to us. If we're not gripped by the passion of knowing Christ, if if you're not the supreme passion of our lives, show us. Mm. Hallelujah. Verse 16, and let us all advance together to reach this victory prize, following one path with one passion. Read that last verse again. Mm -hmm. Let us all advance together. This is where real, powerful, unstoppable unity happens when we all choose this one Passion. Let all of us advance together to reach this victory prize following one path with one passion. I believe that this message is critical for us in 2024. For whatever may, whatever the enemy might be trying to stir up. It's not going to affect us. But the safeguard, what makes you undevourable to the enemy (laughs) is passionately pursuing Christ, is trusting in Christ with all that you are. And and I believe that one of the reasons the Lord wanted me to share this is, is sometimes we can get an autopilot. A lot. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe you've been walking with the Lord for years. But sometimes we, when we get into the autopilot mode, we lose sight of things because we're not automated. Mm-hmm. We require daily input and daily output, especially of the revelation of Christ. So I want to invite every one of us to choose this passion in 2024, to choose one path and one passion, and that is to pursue Christ and set your relationship with Christ above all else and consider everything else worthless. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Father, we thank you for this time together. And, Lord, this is the foundation of your amazing love for us. 
Lord, the reason that this that that this one passion, one path is true for all of us is because you're so amazing. You are the one that we're all looking for, whether we realize it or not. And when we choose to passionately pursue you, our eyes are open to how important and valuable and priceless you are. So, Father, we ask you by your spirit to help us regroup, recalibrate, take inventory of our values. We choose you. We choose to follow you. We choose to walk with you. And, Lord, if there's anything else competing with our passion for you, would you show us? Holy Spirit, would you show us? And when you show us, help us to to let go. Give us the strength to let go. Father, we'll do whatever you've called us to do. We'll live wherever you've called us to live. We'll, We'll carry out whatever you ask us to carry out. We realize this world's not about homes and Grammys and uh, what the world calls success. We're on this earth to know you and help others know you. So we give our whole lives to you in February of 2024. Jesus, we declare you Lord of our passion, Lord of our desires, Lord of our talents, Lord of our time. Lord of our resources, speak to us, direct us, and guide us forward on the path you've prepared for us. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Part of being on this path is worshiping the Lord with all that you are. And I want to encourage you to listen to this message again. And uh, we, we went and heard a, a message recently, and the minister at the end of the message says, you know, you're probably going to need to listen to this message about 10 times. <laughs> and he wasn't joking, and I get it. Um, how many times do we watch shows? Mm-hmm. You know, people binge watch shows over and over again. Why don't you binge watch this message? Binge watch these scriptures. Binge watch Philippians 3, 7 through 12. Binge watch Psalm 139, 13 through 16. Watch what happens in your life. Part of being on this path is binge watching the word. (laughs) Is filling ourselves up with the word of God. Filling ourselves up with good, full gospel messages. That's part of the passion. That's part of the path. And if you're hearing good messages, they'll help keep you on the path that God has for your life. If you choose not to hear them, it's going to be very difficult to stay on that path, just being real with you, because we're not automated. We require input, and we require output, okay? We require a flow in our lives of the Word of God and the goodness of God. And part of that is responding to God in our financial life. If you want to be on God's path for your life, you've got to learn to trust him with your finances. And uh, one of the key ways that that's expressed is by tithing. 
And that's why Abraham, the father of our faith, set the tone, became a role model for that when he tithed unto Christ before the law, hundreds of years before the law. So we want to invite you to get on the path of God's plan for your life and to trust him in your finances if Highway Church is your church, if these are the messages that are, that are helping you to move forward on that path, then begin tithing into this church and ministry. Tithing is simply 10% of your revenue, and it takes trust. It takes love. It takes passion to do that consistently. And I want to invite you to begin doing that today if you haven't already. And you can give offerings on top of that as well. And if Highway Church may not be your church, but maybe it's a ministry in your life that is blessing you and helping you to walk down that path and stay, on, stay focused on Christ and who you are in Him, then, then we encourage you to become a partner with us and to begin uh, sowing a recurring gift into the ministry. Maybe once a month you sow a recurring gift into this ministry because of the value and the benefit that you're receiving from the ministry of the Word of God and the Spirit of God. And you can do that through our website, highwaychurch.us, highwaychurch.us. And just click on Give in the menu, and on your screen you'll see the options there. You can text to give. Uh, there's our cash app. You can give that way. Um, all kinds of options. Uh, but just go to our website, highwaychurch.us. Click on Give in the menu, and you have that there. Um, I, I really appreciate you spending time with us together. And I believe this is a very important message for all of us in 2024. All of us will be given different offers to go in different directions. But choose Christ. Choose the path that takes you higher in Christ. Choose the path that brings you a greater knowledge of Christ. Choose the path that gives to you the fullness of his plan for your life. In Jesus' name, Highway Family, I bless you. We're starting a new Bible study coming up on Wednesday. I'm very excited about it. It's called The Deeper Life. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll be live on highwaychurch.us. Click on live in our menu and also on YouTube, Facebook, and Rumble. We love you guys so much. We bless you. We bless your families. One path, one passion. See you Wednesday. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of his goodness, who he is, what he's done for you, and who you are in him. Check out our websites at highwaychurch.us and josephbosco.us and begin living the abundant life he came to give you.